Hello. Welcome back. Here we are. Synchronicity podcast. We're still doing our challenge. We're still going for it. And um, yeah, it's good. Loving it. Running off of coffee. 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 Caffeine and coffee together is coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Welcome to Synchronicity. Yep. Here we are. It's good times. Round who the fuck knows. Um, Don't care. Just going to keep going because if I think about it in numbers, then it's just going to be overwhelming. So um, no house cleaning. Nope. I'm going to change it to house cleaning from housekeeping because like it's just it's just better. You know, I'm going to become super rich so that I don't have to clean my house. Super rich. Super rich. It's a good way of going about it. Super rich. I like that. That's a good vibe. (laughs) Super rich. No, it's just like one of those things. Like, I love walking into a clean house, right? It's like that feeling your nervous system is just like, I love this. Especially because I'm like outward vision um, is my main gift. If you don't know what that means, then look up human design. But um, I love that just like calms me. And I don't always have time to keep my house like that. So I would love to be able to pay somebody else to facilitate that for me someday. It's one of my goals. Yes. Today's topic, we are starting a series on the chakras. Yeah. So the next seven podcasts will be on the chakras. We're going to do one each day. Yes. Um, These are a huge part of our program. It's actually what each week we focus on a different chakra. And just to confuse the hell out of you. The body's chakras are masculine and the heart to the crown are um, feminine. So just to confuse the fuck out of you because, you know, in masculine and feminine energy, the mind is masculine and the body is feminine. So it's actually quite opposite. And if you go onto our Instagram, we actually talk about the different mushrooms and how they affect um, and whether they're because, ma- well, he- mushrooms are actually androgynous, but um, and not all plant medicine is, but um different mushrooms work in different chakras and that's why we wanted to do this because our research and study of the chakras has been life-changing for our program and um it really because as below so above the body keeps score talks about how the body holds energy and this kind of explains how that energy manifested there where it's at why when what age it developed um so when you start to look at trauma you can see um how this corresponds yeah and like when we have people write their trauma list at first people are like i'm not doing that and i'm like well the baseline is is that i don't really want to i want to know your trauma because i want to pinpoint where in your body the energy lines we have to work and that's really why we have to why we ask for it is because every chakra aligns with a certain trauma or certain traumas manifest and get stuck in there and so that's where we correlate and that's one big thing that makes our program so different is because we're able to use eastern eastern philosophies and really be able to be like wow and people will literally say holy shit i can feel Mm -hmm. the energy moving and i can feel the difference so the root chakra is the base it is our foundation and it sits at the base of our spine and it's pretty much like who we are. It's it's our roots. It's our foundation. It's our foundation, exactly what like I just said. It's it's the foundation of like our essence. And with that, you know, Megan has a theory that our most trauma well, in it, society in Western society. Yes. 
the biggest traumas lie and I will tell you I'll pin when I go over like um what like what actually manifests when you have trauma in that it'll make more sense why that's my theory and I don't know if it's really a theory because it's proven by where the trauma lies but um you know if you don't do a scientific study on it you can't claim it but I'm gonna we're gonna do one so um yeah in the heart and in the um root well and root chakra is directly affiliated with obesity overeating material fixation greed well and this is why i this think it's is western society culture. right addiction fear of change oh addiction to security named all of rigid the western boundaries. issues yeah and like it it like physically comes out as like you know issues with i mean i can't believe how many people it, it comes out of issues with like the bowels and like stomach problems and so many people are like, I'm gluten-free, I have problems with my stomach, I have problems with digestion. This is all, like, root-based issues. Um, we all have trauma in our root. Because yes. it's also when when we're – so I believe – I shouldn't even be like, but I believe that uh, we reincarnate and that our souls drop into our bodies. And that happens while the root chakra is developing from birth to seven. And it's, um, its color is red. It's very earthy. It's that first touch into being human, if that's what you believe, which is what I personally do. But if you're, if you don't have a lot of ground or you didn't have like grounded masculine energy in your life, you're going to have a trauma here. And, um, to nurture is masculine. So you needed a mother that was also in her masculine to be able to nurture and provide that really, really solid base um and unfortunately like in the world today not very many people have a very solid base so you're seeing a lot of disruptions that's why 70 percent of the adult population is obese um this is food like you use food to comfort this like chaotic anxiety anxiety is also depression that's all found you would think that's in the head but it's actually in the root chakra it's not being grounded it's not being clear it's not having a purpose it's not having any of these things if you're clear on these things and you had an initiation into this life that was very comforting and solid you're not going to have these issues and um you know eating disorders all of this stuff you know I've had anxiety (laughs) I've had eating disorders I've had all of these things, and I don't know many people that haven't, um, and look at the mental health crisis right now. Right. You know, root chakra is also suicidal thoughts, all of that stuff, and we're, you know, one in four people have mental health problems at this point. Um, I'm among them, and um, I, this is why we do this work. As I've healed myself, I'm seeing that it's possible to not live like that. Right. And part of a huge part of this has been the chakras. And if you have not, I bring this up so many times, but if you have not listened to our Rape, um, my initiation into Rape, because even though I was a yoga teacher and I knew about the chakras, I didn't fully believe in them until I did Rape. And I felt the energy fields in my body and I felt the clearing of, you know, negative energy, trauma, whatever you want to call it, out of my body centers. And a huge one. My biggest one was my heart chakra. You, everyone's heard me talk about this before, but like when it hit my root chakra, I was like, but it was like a boom, like, holy shit. So it's, um, this is a, I mean, all the, the, all the chakras are important. I just think this is one of the most traumatized ones. 
And, and it's just because when you look at the greed and all of the stuff and the obesity and all the things going on in our society, it's just very outwardly prevalent. It's just more outwardly viewable, right? Um, these kinds of traumas. So. Well, and the thing is, is like because of the developmental age, and it starts in like Megan said in in utero. So it's like second trimester up and through the age of seven, because when the soul drops in, you know, a big part of root trauma is birth trauma. Mm. And when your mother is going through labor, a lot of times, um, especially nowadays in like modern society, and, you know, I don't get me on my horse about this, but everything is like planned. There's planned C-sections, planned labors, planned this because they want you in and out and they make a lot of money off of it. And when children are induced um, or they're forced to come into this world, not on their terms yet, it causes severe trauma. And with that, you know, like you're doing actual like you're neglecting the mother and you're neglecting the child and so you're causing like direct root trauma well, you're not honoring boundaries right? yeah right then and there and like when you go back into it like one of the biggest things with the root chakra is poor boundaries because there's no and if you don't know what boundaries are and this is the first podcast of ours you're listening to because you just stumbled upon it Go on to whatever hosting site you use, Spotify, Apple, whatever, and go to our boundaries podcast. And we talk about how important it is to like be in those boundaries and honoring yourself. And that's actually a big, huge part of healing the root chakra. And this was not planned. It's so funny. We just did boundaries and now we're doing the root chakra and they're directly linked. And, you know, like healing the practices, right? Healing, you know, healing these is just even reconnecting with your body and honoring like once again boundaries with yourself, like going and working out and running, being a part of like nature, setting boundaries with yourself. And, you know, even even just um, being, you know, looking at your early childhood and recognizing those. And although you can't go back and fix them, you can honor them, you can look at them, you can forgive who you need to and you can move on because that is taking care of the trauma within that chakra well it's healing the wounds yes um you know and and again there's so many ways to go about this and that's what our program does is do both um, emotional and physical healing because it's important to bring the um, spiritual body the mind and the body all into unison all into synchronicity all into you know, that's what we're missing is that everything's so out of tune and out of touch that it's not working together. And right. when you don't have unison, you don't have, you know, clear clarity. Well, and the root chakra allows for you to take power and to reclaim your right to be here. Right. And, you know, and so in, in, in that work, and if you guys are working in the root chakra and you're doing trauma work there or trying to heal it, you know, there's really good affirmation. There's one simple affirmation and it's like, I'm here and I'm real. And I love my body and I trust its wisdom. And that's it. Like they're very easy affirmations, but they're so powerful when you're working with the root chakra. Well, and here again, we're getting back into the nervous system, back into trusting intuition and back into trusting that innate knowing that our body has that we have continued to question throughout our lives um, here. And, you know, we also own a jewelry company. We don't talk about this very much and we probably should more, but... um, Zanchronicity Jewelry is also an Instagram page, but, um, you know, the color of the root chakra, because I believe part of my ayahuasca ceremony, and I didn't talk about this in the ayahuasca podcast, but it was about how, you know, we have armor, 
right? Like people have been wearing armor for thousands of years that's metal and this and that. We don't think about emotional armor and intentions and boundaries. And stones and things carry frequencies just like humans do. And one of the big things that we wanted to bring forward with having a jewelry company was the idea of emotional armor. And um, when I was in my ayahuasca ceremony, I saw the spiritual battle that's actually going on in the world today. And it was funny because there was all of these humans, like adults, standing in a line and there was the children behind us and it was telling us to hold the line. And what was so interesting is that because the children coming in are like already like crazy beings, they don't have a lot of the trauma that we have. And um, so it was telling me to hold the line or us, not just me, um, in the fact that like we just have to hold on to and heal ourselves. And that's essentially holding the line. We're opening to allow the children behind us to then not be um, and have the issues that we've had. So but part of that was I saw plant medicine growing up around us and I also saw stones shielding um, you know, dark energy, whatever you want to call it coming in. And so, you know, we had been wearing crystals before and then we turned it into our own company because it was like, I didn't really like what anybody else was doing and how they were doing it. So we chose to figure out how to do it better. And, um, so anyway, backstory, but now I wanted to get into red stones because when you're trying to heal any of the chakras, and you'll already know where the trauma is, depending on what color you're attracted to. And it'll be funny because you're like, if you have a lot of root chakra um, trauma, red red stones are going to be huge for you. You know, carnelian, granite, rubies, all of these stones that are red or have some kind of red tinge are very, very important because you're connecting with that color and it's helping to protect and ground and giving you the frequency so that you may embody it. So if you identify with any of these as we move through the chakras, stones are a huge part of healing those and we work a lot with them. And if you just want one that's like going to take them all out, like clear quartz and things like that, the master healers are really, really big. And um, we'll do podcasts about crystals, but you know, talk about getting into the woo-woo but I I it's changed my life yeah like it really has especially those of you that are like projectors and stuff like that it's really important to have some extra help with like protecting your energy fields because we absorb everybody else's energy um and it's really funny when people are triggered by us because it's usually their energy that we're reflecting back but you know details um such is life such is life but um you know it, it it's also just important to get out. The earth is so, so grounding. You know, she, we never question whether she's going to be there and no. just learning to like walk barefooted and ground. So even just like go walk in the grass yeah. and feel how Mother Gaia is always there. She's always there to nurture us. And if we didn't have that as children, if we didn't have that when we needed it, she was always there and learning to just like trust that, you're here for a reason. We all are. And this was not mistake. There is no such thing as coincidences. And to start to love yourself and just kind of feel like how special it is to be here. Well, and when you watch children, if you've ever observed them, kids will naturally like go and play in the dirt. It's actually their way of grounding. Mm -hmm. And we like tell them they can't. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I wasn't told I couldn't, but we ate dirt. We definitely love dirt. But there are like people that are like, oh, I don't want my kids to get dirty. No, like kids actually have a natural instinct of like what they need. So listen to your listen to your children if you're a parent or you know like listen to yourself like if you need to go for a walk like right now Colorado it's beautiful we have rain in the afternoons but like go put your feet in this the grass like find some grass go find a school to like lay in the grass put a blanket out look at this you know look at the clouds like be be one with mother and it'll be amazing what comes up like you may cry and you may feel things but like you're that's the whole purpose of nature Nature will kill you if you let her. Well, I also think it's the whole idea of parenting that needs to shift of like, we we think kids come in not knowing anything. And I think that that's actually the opposite way of um, we need to think about it. I think that parenting is not about teaching your children. It's about embodying so that they copy, right? Because with their little copycats, all of them, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, they mimic us. And the thing is, is like, if we're not living in alignment, how do we expect our children to? But not only that, like, I view parenting as kind of like, you're a guardian, you're not here to like shape them into something. You're here to protect their essence that they were born with until they're old enough to protect it themselves. And they know who they are. Children know who they are. I mean, think about it. They're so much more set in their who they are and setting boundaries and doing all the things than we are once we grow up and get jaded and get programmed. And so I've really thought a lot about this as, you know, I've gotten older and thought about having my own children. And it's like, when did we ever think that kids weren't perfect? They're born perfect. It is not our job to shape them. It is our job to protect them from people that want to put them into societal norms because there is no such thing as normal right and so I really want you to think about that and like embodying it yourself because when you're embodied and you're secure and you're grounded your children are naturally going to be like that and they're going to have the confidence to step into themselves so much younger than we were able to and you know to stop thinking that children need to you know, of course, they need to be taught things like language and things like that. But most of it's mimicry. We don't need to like, this has to be structured. and This has to be this and it has to be that. And we destroy children's essence. Well, and like, if your root chakra is balanced, you're, they're grounded like children. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of this trauma is done in childhood, like children are naturally grounded. They're naturally comfortable in their body. They, like, have this true, like, connection with the world. Right. Like, they're – children are usually very – they have a lot of stability because, like, they don't have to do much. Like, they're they're not worried about paying their bills or when they're going to have food on their plate. Now, you may have lived that way, and that's where trauma can come up in the root chakra because maybe you had food scarcity growing up or whatever. But most children, they don't think about that. No. You know, and they have this, like – prosperous little attitude of like exploring the world and seeing what it is and figuring things out and like that's like true childhood essence and that's you know that a lot of that is balanced balance of the root chakra if the child is in a situation where it's nurtured and taken care of right um yeah and it's important as a parent to be grounded into this because again it, a lot of parenting is not what you speak. It's who you are. And if you're not embodied, then your child's not going to be embodied. And that's that's what we're not looking at. We think that it's like, do as I say, not as I do. But that's a complete bullshit thing. I remember when our parents used to say that. And I'm like, 
no, in fact, I took on your traumas because it's your DNA. So you need to, and even science is proving this now, like trauma lives in the DNA. So you, as you're healing your DNA and you're moving through all of these things, you're not passing that down to your child. So this is not just about you. It's about your bloodline. It's about your lineage. It's about like, you know, past people. It's like, who do you want to be? Who do you want your children to be? Like, what do you want here on earth? And to really be intentional and to start working with the chakras because Western medicine doesn't use them. And I think it's a huge disservice. And we're going to actually do a podcast about chakras and germ theory because yes. it's really quite fascinating. Um, and if you guys have, um, if you guys are into yoga, Hatha yoga is huge for healing the root chakra because of a lot of the postures and the way that it has been structured over the well, it's all hundreds of years yes hot it, yoga it's hot hatha. yoga hatha bikram 26 and 2 or you know whatever it doesn't have to necessarily be the 90 minute class if it's 60 that's a different topic don't get me started on it but if there if you have a hatha studio go in it because go once or twice a week if you've never taken hot yoga before it will change your life because it one teaches you how to break fight or flight because you have to breathe through your nose. You're in a situation where it's 104 degrees, 40% humidity, and your body is like, what the fuck is happening? But it's all structure. Someone is telling you what to do. And it reprograms your brain to be like, okay, it's discipline. You have to be disciplined because you have to go and trust be and trust. And it really can be very triggering extremely it, triggering well it drops you into your body right and you have to feel and you have to be present and you have to do all of these things that are affiliated with root chakra and like dissociation and stuff like that hatha yoga is a huge part of healing root chakra trauma and if you know like i said if you don't have it around you look it up any type of hot yoga class i do 100% say 26 and 2. Vinyasa is more of a flow based. It's not consistent. It's not the same thing over and over and over again. They work different other things in the body and I'm not against it, but I will say that this is really, if you really want to dig deep into root chakra trauma and you really want to like pull some shit up, go to a hot yoga class and keep going. Well, and you see this a lot. Like I, being a yoga teacher for 10 years now, it's, um, it's quite interesting you see this a lot in women's hips and like you could see it in my hips mine like my right hip is so jacked and it's because of my I mean it's better now because I've been doing yoga for so long but um you know my trauma in the masculine is freaking gnarly and my hips so like if you have hip problems figure out which side it's on <laughs> And it's like, there's the trauma. There it is. Um, and you're going to see this almost in everybody, especially it seems to be more prevalent in women just because of our like where our center of gravity is and everything. And uh, it's usually like everybody has traumas in the masculine right now because there really is not a lot of divine masculine energy. It's been kind of wiped off the face of the earth. There's well, a few, but not many. Right. And so... That's root chakra trauma in everyone. Well, if you have anything affiliated with legs, feet, knees, base of spine, hips, sciatica, knee issues, ankle issues, it is all root chakra. Or depression, depression anxiety, yeah. mental health issues, anything like that. Yeah, it all stems from the root chakra. But we 
are probably going to wrap it up now on this one because we have a lot more to go. Mm-hmm. But we this is an overview. We really like we we are kind of doing like a surface aspect of these. Um, there's a ton of information online. If you guys are really into this, um, there's a beautiful book and it's called Eastern Mind. Mind Western Body and it breaks it down. It's a beautiful book. I was turned on to it during yoga teacher training. And it's helped us significantly with understanding and realizing like, oh, this is this and this is that. Um, but it's a, it's a great resource. I'll put it in the show notes. Also, if you guys, once again, we'll circle back around. We talk about this a lot in our program. So if you're interested in our program, we have a group program starting September 1st. We are doing one-on-ones. Meg and I are both taking one-on-one clients right now. Um, they, we have not tapped out yet. We're getting pretty close, but we're still have spots available. Um, you can get all of that information on our website. You can book a discovery call. It's also all on our link tree. Mm -hmm. I can put it all in our show notes as well. But other than that, we will be doing the sacral chakra next and we will see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.